What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Nerdy Misfits Podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Matt. And today, this episode is going to be broken into two parts. One part of the episode is going to be our pre-recording where Connor and I discuss our expectations, our thoughts, what we're excited for, for the Kenobi show. And the second part of this will be recorded after we've watched the first two episodes. We'll do probably, hopefully, a spoiler-free review of the Kenobi episodes and our thoughts and what we hope is going to happen moving forward. So without further ado, here we go. We're going to talk about the Kenobi show. So Connor, what are some of your expectations going into this show? Well, honestly, um, coming from a more normie um, Star Wars fan perspective, I haven't gotten too super hyped or like into any of like what's been released so far. You know, any casting choices other than like obviously the big, you know, the big two. But I, I'm just you know kind of excited. And that sounds like a really scary thought going into literally anything Star Wars related in the Disney era, it feels like. So I'm cautiously optimistic that it will be enjoyable. Um, I'm hoping it's not too boring is kind of my... Because I feel like we're following Obi-Wan stalking a kid, essentially. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'm just hoping that it's not super lore-filled, I guess. We're on Tatooine. It's not exactly the most fun play. I mean, we've all heard Anakin, you know? He hated it there. The sand. But that would be my initial things. But I'm definitely, I mean, I'm super excited to see uh, Ewan McGregor back. I mean, that's just like nostalgia overdrive for me personally. I think he's obviously a great actor. So... That's like kind of my first thoughts. I haven't. I mean, we just watched the trailer. That was my first time seeing the trailer. That's fair. So I've been trying to avoid it and just kind of go in blind and turn off my brain. I guess I feel like that's almost what is the smartest decision going into anything Star Wars related. Like if you overthink it and you try and relate everything, I know that a big thing for a lot of Star Wars fans is um, they're concerned about the canon and how yeah. they're gonna work around if it's going to be proper canon if they're going to mess up canon i feel like if you want to enjoy star wars this is just my opinion obviously but i feel like i enjoy it more when i just turn off my brain and i don't try and nitpick stuff and i just enjoy it for what it is yeah that's fair i mean i think you're right when it comes to kind of like the because of how much lore and everything there is in star wars to just be like, oh, yeah, definitely. They're definitely going to fit all of this stuff in six episodes. Totally. Like, easy peasy, right? You know, like... Yeah, there's definitely going to be people with way too high of expectations and desires to be in the in the show. 100%. And I think with, especially with just a six-episode thing, it's going to be rough. That being said, is there any, um, any characters you want to appear even just for a cameo? I did see rumors about originally that Darth Maul would be in it. Okay. But I don't don't think I want to see Darth Maul because from a perspective of the time, I guess it doesn't really make sense for one. Right. I mean, in terms of like where Obi Wan's at, why would he? Why would he end up? Why would Darth Maul end up being there? I mean, because you haven't watched Rebels, and neither have I. But I know there's a particular scene that happens. <clears throat> In okay, so Rebels. some fans are hoping for... Yeah, I think because there's a scene that happens where Darth Maul comes and sees Obi-Wan on Tatooine. 
I don't know the full context of that scene in Rebels, so I'm not sure if Maul has known for so long that he's been there and everything like that, but... I guess I'm interested in seeing... Um, I'm interested in seeing Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, if like if they have any straight-up face-to-face confrontations and yeah. how, the, how the dialogue goes between them two. Um, um, if we go into seeing Princess Leia... And seeing how she's doing as well. That would be interesting. Um, you know, just because it isn't just Luke that's, you know, important when it comes to the two. Like, there's two kids, right? So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what's also going on with her life. And, like, if they're how much they mirror one another. That's fair. Yeah. No, I think that'd be interesting. I don't know how they're going to be able to get, like, if they're going to bring Princess Leia in. Maybe he gets an update. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, he could also visit, like, the father. Yeah, for sure. Like, the adopted father, I should say. That's fair. Is there any other uh, thoughts? Like, any other characters or anything like that you want to... Um, I guess the biggest interest for me is... This is, like, the blending of the prequel and the... um, And the prequel and the original trilogy, right? So I'm kind of interested to see how Ewan McGregor's performance goes in terms of, you know, what if he takes anything from his past performance as Obi-Wan and how he ends up portraying the character as he transitions from Obi-Wan into Ben Kenobi. Like, I want to see kind of yeah. how he brings his own twist to Ben Kenobi and see how that transition works in terms of what Elon McGregor can bring to it. That that That's probably the most interesting thing for me. That's fair. No, I, can, I think it'd be very interesting. I think, like, even just based on the trailer, you see that he's calming down i guess in the sense that like he's no like even the trailer we see him use a pistol right he's leaving like the jedi way and becoming more of like almost like a smuggler yeah could be also he doesn't want to stand out you someone sees one guy with a lightsaber and you're just kind of like hmm. yeah exactly i mean I, at least at this point in the story i feel like people will still know who the jedi are even if they're well, rumored it... to be eliminated right yeah I, th- I think that's partially the story they might be going with is the fact that they know that there's a Jedi nearby in the general area, so they're, like, trying to hunt down the remaining Jedi, right? Yeah, but if normal people see a Jedi, are they more likely to rat them out, right? That's true. I think, um... So, obviously, the entire show is not going to take place on Tatooine. Do you think we're going to get a lot of space travel in here? Hmm. I feel like definitely going to see some some stuff in space it's you know it is still star wars <laughs> i mean you're not wrong you're not wrong and we can't stay on tatooine forever i mean we can't, kid can only too. do so much when he's not actually a jedi that's true i mean the show's not focused on him right it's yeah it's focused on obi-wan so yeah i'm sure he doesn't just spend every single day of every waking hour wait every waking hour of every single day staring at luke yeah he's definitely doing some other stuff so i'd expect some sort of now, I don't know if Obi-Wan has his own freaking spaceship somewhere on Tatooine, but... Just hidden somewhere? But, yeah, I definitely expect some stuff going on. That's fair. And if he's in in contact with anyone else, right? Like, is it just Obi-Wan's solo mission? Or is it, like, it, is there other people that know what he's doing? Is he still talking to, uh, like, Yoda or anything like that? Or is it complete yeah. radio silence, you know? Exactly. Like, is there other parties involved that he's, you know, updating on? That'd be interesting to see. Like that kind of 
just to see where everyone else is at at this. Well, I want to say rebels, moment. but obviously they wouldn't be the rebels at that point. I guess not quite. Well, no, because this takes place. You figure in the trailer, Luke looks to be about like eight maybe. or nine, maybe. So like, yeah, maybe younger. So like it's only a few years behind like Rogue One. Right? Yeah. So yeah. So like maybe if he's in contact with any of the rebels, maybe yeah. I mean, how else would Leia know to ask for Obi Wan's help? Right. There must be some sort of communication around that that obi-wan was alive yeah so maybe we'll see some contact maybe with um with her family her, and stuff. with her family and how that connects to you how about you man anyone particular that you want to see in the show or i don't know i'm curious like i feel like we're definitely going to get a couple like cameos and stuff like that um i'm betting on an r2 and c3po oh. cameo almost just because you need them you need them right um other than that, I don't know. I'm curious because this is all taking place in the Outer Rim, obviously, with Tatooine, which is technically the hut space. Mm-hmm. So, especially with being on Tatooine, we might get some more hut lore, I guess. I know that's, that's what not you're like, looking for? No, it's not necessarily <laughs> what I'm looking for, but I feel like that's definitely going to have some type of, like, play into it. I guess because the thing is, is, like, in the trailer, we see, like, that more, like, party scene, like, other planet probably not Tatooine. Yeah. And there sure. is some like big places in nearby hut space. Um, I'm trying to remember the planet, but there is it's nicknamed like the Smuggler's Moon. The Smuggler's Moon. And for those who are listening, I have a little bit more Star Wars knowledge than Connor. Like yeah, I've just, read just, just a little, little bit. I've read, you know, a couple extra things. Um, but in the Star Wars comic that came out, I think in 2015-2016 when Disney bought out Star Wars, Lucasfilms, like the whole yeah, brand. Yeah, bang. Um there's a storyline where you're following Luke and he finds a diary of Obi-Wan and you see like his adventures that he's been getting up to since everything's been going down. So All I'm, I could think when you said that was the family guy of <laughs> Star Wars. Blue Harvest. I just picture the old guy just like with his book creeping on. <laughs> Hopefully it's not that. <laughs> um, but for some reason I'm actually excited to see if they're going to have that diary aspect or like Obi-Wan's journal. Of, like, writing everything down. Because yeah, I'm pretty they sure... see him actively doing it yeah. throughout. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because I think the Star Wars comic is canon. Oh, God, you said the word. I said the C word. And it all happens after A New Hope, but before Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. From where I am. I don't know if it continues. Right. Anything like that. But where I'm sitting at for reading that, it's, um... I haven't read it in a while. But I'm curious, yeah, if they're gonna tie all that into... I hope we don't see an actual Darth Vader and Obi-Wan fight? You mean like a lightsaber? Like an actual fight? I hope they don't actually interact. You don't want them to interact at all? Not even talk? No. Like, me, like, I... I want to see, like, conversations with Obi-Wan realizing that it is Darth Vader and that Anakin obviously survived. But I feel like if they have, like, the fight and they have, like, such altercation, it takes out the meaning in the movie. It it takes out, yeah, the whole New Hope where Obi-Wan, like, already knows who Darth Vader is and just, like, accepts his defeat kind of thing. Yep. So, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. But I think definitely, like, it's going to be awesome to see Hayden back as Anakin slash Darth Vader. Yeah, maybe the writers can write him some actual lines. Yeah, some better lines, you know. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be cool because in the comics as well, like, you know that, like, Darth Vader's hunting down Luke Skywalker and it somehow connects to Obi-Wan a little bit. Of course, yeah. So, I'm really curious how all that's going to be in connect yeah, to Yeah, well, I'm also curious how much they focus on Darth Vader. Like, yeah. if it's, like, you know, two-sided coin thing where it's, like, you're checking in on Obi-Wan, but then you also see all the things Meanwhile, that Darth Vader is working yeah. on. 
I think there's... I don't know if it's confirmed, but I was rumored for sure that there's going to be a couple flashback sequences. Oh, okay. Either from clips from the trilogy or just, like, added extra stuff. Like, reliving, the like, them they're fighting and stuff? Yeah. I mean, that'd be really cool if we see, like, Obi-Wan's perspective of something that happened versus, like, Anakin's, and you see his, like, warped, like... Yeah, like, his corrupted mind of, yeah. like, what... Well, because, obviously, he had his own concerns and... Well, yeah. Especially whatever. near the end of Revenge of the Sith, obviously, of course. Right? But, I don't know, I, I don't want to have high expectations, but The Mandalorian from the Disney Plus was great. Boba Fett wasn't bad. It had good parts. Um, but, I don't know, I think this is going to be good, and I think this one is probably going to have the most fan base... So would you say hmm. that this one has the most pressure on it then? Because obviously Mandalorian people, I feel like the reason it was so liked was one, it wasn't focused. Obviously, we this is Skywalker. Yeah, based, it's but, in the Skywalker saga, but, but it wasn't focused on it. Yeah, but it it wasn't focused at all. So I feel like people had really low expectations and they were just like pleasantly surprised. They're like, wow, exactly. this is good. And now this is total opposite. Well, I think after Revenge of the Sith, I think it's been like rumored for like, a few years now that they everyone wanted the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie because yeah. Han Solo got a, a solo movie. Um, good one. Good one. I know, clever. Uh, Rogue One got his name, right? So everyone was like, well, what about Kenobi? What's happening to Kenobi right now? Yeah, what's he doing? What's, what's he, he up doing? to? He's not just sitting at Tatooine getting those biddies, you know? Um, maybe he was. We're going to find out. We don't know. We'll find out in a couple maybe days. the trailer was a lie. There's no shooting or anything. He's just literally bored it's out of his mind. all taking place in his mind. And he's just playing with sand. He's like, I hate sand. It gets everywhere, you know? <laughs> Could you imagine if that was a... <laughs> they have, I, I would be, I, that would be great if they if they have that in as a throwaway line, but it's him saying it instead. Just, no, it's just that, or it's just like Darth Vader, just like, like he just sees the sand. It's like all over his suit, and he's like... <gasps> what do you think Tatooine would be the first place that would have fucking blew up? <laughs> no, it's Alderaan. Like, I'm freaking done with this sandy place. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think there's a lot of pressure on it. And I think a lot of people are happy that they got some of the cast to come back to play the characters. And for, sure. for those Rebel fans, I know the Rebels are super excited because they're like, oh my gosh, these are some live action adaptation of the characters that we've seen in the cartoon. like That we all, yeah, that we all grew to love. Exactly. The Grand Inquisitor. Which then puts pressure much. on them. Exactly. Like, it's an... It's, oh. How do you live up to the hype of, like, animated stuff sometimes is really hard i think well that's what a lot of people are like frustrated with because the characters in the trailer like the grand inquisitor doesn't look exactly like he does in the but it's like guys count dooku doesn't look exactly the same like you gotta count bear dooku with in clone wars he literally looks like an alien exactly he has pretty such sure like he's a like ice cream cone shaped head <laughs> and he's got like a really off colored face yeah. it's not it's not pretty it's not realistic guys you know disney's doing their best are they hopefully <laughs> uh, we'll see we'll see it's only six episodes. They're so doing the best to be take nice. your money. Exactly. You're all going to watch it, so. That's the thing. Like, that's the way Disney's like, he has one more Star Wars? If you're a Star Wars fan, you're watching it. There's no way that you're not. I mean, I think we have one friend who I feel like he's the only person that I think would be like, nah, I'm not going to watch it. I don't trust Disney. I'm not watching any of that crap. But for the most part, I feel like. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> but I feel like for the most part, most people who consider themselves, even like me, a more casual fan, is going to want to watch it. Yeah. Well, because it's a nice, like, I don't want to say epilogue to the prequel trilogy, but like you said, it's a nice connection to try and connect. It's kind of like what made Clone Wars, like, the. I, I say this because I'm actually just started rewatching it, but it's kind of like what made Clone Wars interesting for me when I first started watching it was, this is, it's, it's like, you know, what was happening behind that you didn't get to see. So that's, yeah. and you know, it kind of creates that bridge. No, most definitely. 
Uh, I'm excited, though. For sure. And then, you know, you guys will get to see, hear the depression in our voice uh, in the next segment of this episode. Yeah, you guys get to know just based on how we're going to start the next bit in the near future, if it was good or bad. So, yeah, stay tuned, and we will talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, right before we get into the second half of this episode, just want to give a quick spoiler warning as Matt and I will be going into details for episode one and two of The Kenobi Show. If you don't want to be spoiled, we suggest you watch the first two episodes and then you can come back and enjoy the second half of this episode. Thanks. Well, welcome back, guys. Our voices don't sound too depressed, so that's a win automatically. Yeah, must have must have went well. It hasn't been too long for you guys, but it's been a few, a few days. days at least for us. For us, and yeah, I would say actually, I don't, I wouldn't say hype, but I actually ended up watching the two episodes at midnight, the <laughs> Thursday or for the Thursday night going into Friday. Right on the crisp, eh? Because it came out, and I was just like, wasn't doing anything, so I was like, screw it, I'll, uh, I'll just watch them now. Fair enough. So first and foremost, Connor, what are your overall thoughts of the first two episodes? I thought they were good. I liked them. I uh, couldn't stop watching couldn't take my eyes off this like i was into it for sure so i definitely think that that's a good starting point to say the least um how about you matt honestly about the same i was honestly i was hooked right from the beginning of the first episode they did the recap of the prequel trilogy and i was like ah all the memories and then it just like it was just a nice recap and then it put you right into it i was like okay to be fair, though, it was like 12 minutes into the episode before we actually got to see Obi-Wan. Like 12, 13 minutes. Yeah, I was like, are we ever going to see him? Uh, yeah, that's exactly my thoughts. I was like, this is good and all, but where's, where's the title character here? Come on. Yeah, and I was watching like him. Order 66, and I'm just like, oh no. Are we going to watch it? Oh no. Oh, where is he? Oh no. Are we going to watch more younglings get killed? Thankfully, we did not technically. We, technically, no. We just saw a bunch of Jedi die instead. Open-ended question. Don't know where those younglings are. Um, Dead. <laughs> Probably by Anakin. Probably, unless those were some of the, like, future Inquisitors. Like, a nice little, like, connecting Inquisitors to that night kind of thing. Oh, you mean, like, maybe... I don't know. None of them looked like them, but I guess I didn't wasn't looking over yeah, that either, right? And you gotta admit, we only met three of the... Four of the Inquisitor people, and I think there was, like, ten or eleven. True. And I have only only watched it once. I've only watched the yeah. episodes once through. This is, like, more of the raw... Raw opinions. Initial opinions back. and things I remember, because it's been... It's been a while now since I've watched it, I guess. That's fair. But, um, yeah, it's been over, well, almost six, 16, 17 hours, so it's been a while. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me, I guess what we talked about in the in the first half was um, the whole Leia stuff, and you were, weren't convinced of how I they were going to... I did not gonna, know. I was, ex- yeah. They were, you weren't convinced of how they were going to do it. You were kind of like, I have no idea how they're going to... And then, boom. Boom. Right First there. episode. Which I enjoy. I think the act, the young actress they have to play um, I have that literally in my notes, too. The young actor that they have for Leia is perfect. She has, like, just the right amount of spunk. Sass. The oh, whole it's thing. Great. I was like, this is good. And I like the... Um, She's usually my favorite character. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I do also like, like the homage they did, too, where... Um, the first, like, few minutes of you seeing Leia, you don't see her face or anything like that, and you're like, okay, maybe they won't show it. I don't know how they're going to... And then it's revealed just to be one of her friends. I was like, ah, that's a nice little, almost, like, throwback to the Phantom Menace of having, like, the doppelganger almost. Yep, 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 for sure. Just, like, her mom. Yeah, I liked it, and obviously in the one, in the episode two, you have, you know, Obi-Wan saying to her, like, you remind me of someone, it's, and it's so true. It's great. I love the it parallels. It is. It's, it's, that was a sad 
Oh, it was super it. sad. I knew exactly she, where it was going to. Oh yeah, and obviously Leia has no idea, but it's just wow. It was. She's definitely been the super highlight of the show for me so far, and how they casted her perfectly. She's written really well so far in terms of the way she's acting and chemistry on screen with everyone she's interacting, even oh, like yeah, the great. bad guys too. Like she has that sassiness, and it just works. Yeah, you know? I loved all like the this little you know quick jabs at obi-wan where she's like you're not actually a jedi or like you're you're old old. man (laughs) and she's just like and then he's like are you even 10 years old because he full well knows she's 10 years old because the guy's like stalking luke the whole time he knows her brother (laughs) and he's just she's you don't sound like a 10 year old she's like thank you honestly episode two is great like that like from that's from the part of the scene where obi-wan says like oh you remind me of someone i used to know and then just the entire scene of that location with the fifth sister. I think that's who it is. The third sister? The third sister? Is yeah. It the fi- I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I think it's the third sister, fifth brother. I don't know. It's, but, we should mention we both have never seen Rebels. So this is like Matt, Matt and my, our first like, I don't know if you've read it in the books. I'd assume not. Not too much, no. For, so this is my first like, yeah, with the Inquisitors, which are interesting characters. To it see. makes me want to watch Rebels, for sure. I'm definitely curious about them. It is an interesting concept. I guess I never thought about how exactly they... I guess I just kind of assumed Darth Vader just found them. And the Stormtroopers yeah. just did the rest of it, I they guess. just picked I them know. off, all, the, all the, like, the guys that were left over. But it makes more sense that they had people doing A it. A group trying to hunt them it down, make you kind of. I don't know if they answered in Rebels, but it kind of makes you wonder what happened to them. Right. Before, like, they have to figure out a way to... like. And I, mean, I would only assume that either Vader or Palpatine just get rid of them so they have more power kind of thing i don't know potentially yeah i'm not really sure what the end game is for the like all, all jedi are dead now thanks for your service <laughs> bye now um I'm trying to think i don't know yeah overall though it was um both episodes solid solid the first one was timed 55 minutes but it was more like 50 ish minutes um the second one was 40 um but i yeah i would say overall i was surprised with how well it was so far obviously we have no idea how it's going to end or where the season will take but as of right now the first two episodes a-okay i would i would recommend i would recommend it for anyone that's a star wars fan especially if you really enjoyed like the prequel trilogy as well like definitely a good follow-up to that even though it takes 10 years later i do appreciate too seeing like obi-wan not as strong in the force anymore because he's been away for it for yeah 10 it's like years. you can tell he's been 10 years away yeah and scared to use it honestly yeah I'm sure you like well there's even the conversation he goes like i'm not that he's still not used his lightsaber no he is not he's and held it think... and thought about it it was tempting for him definitely and he brought it just to be safe but you can see that he definitely does not want to use it we'll explain his lightsaber skills in the uh original trilogy <laughs> it's true a little rusty not just old, just rusty just rusty in general but um, is there anything that you didn't really like or like, you know, nitpicky about? Honestly, no. Like, there's nothing that can come to mind that I'm like, ah, oh, that was terrible or anything like that. Like, I think it was like even just thinking that it like if they were going to play it safe or not, I don't think they're playing it safe even because just playing like having a young Princess Leia, like I don't even think that was playing it safe. But it's interesting now because this kind of makes sense on why Princess Leia knows who Obi-Wan is. Or has a stronger idea because clearly her family's... The complete opposite of Luke's. Yeah. Where, like, they want nothing to do with Obi-Wan, and then they still trust, Leia's family still trusts 
Obi-Wan with their lives. Yeah, they're they're like, we, well, they were there, right? They were there during the prequel trilogy. And they're just obviously. like, we, you, you're the only one we can trust with this kind of thing, right? So you know, it was cool to see the mirroring. Owen. Yeah, it was cool to see the mirroring. Obviously, Owen didn't rat out. I actually thought he might was going to potentially rat out Obi-Wan. But then once they had like the whole honesty where he's just like, I hate the Jedi... I was kind of like, nah, he's fine. This makes sense. Because he he's telling the truth, Yeah, obviously. he is telling the truth. He hates the Jedi. He always has. I mean, his entire family has been... <laughs> yeah. I'm the best when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, he has that jab from the trailer in there, and you're just like, oof. Says it in the first episode, too. Just like, just ah. like you trained the boy's father, and you're like... Ah, you just feel for Obi-Wan. You know that hurt. You're like, it's not his fault, technically. technically. It's technically Qui-Gon yeah, Jinn's fault. Funny. He's the one who forced it, and then on his deathbed, he made yeah. Obi-Wan promise. Yeah. Sorry, Obi-Wan. That's a question leading into this. Do you think we're going to get a full Qui-Gon Jinn cameo? Or just like... I'm assuming we're going to hear his voice. Like, yeah, Obi-Wan's maybe his connect. voice. I think, I think he will eventually connect with him. Because it's clear he hasn't. Yeah. Even though that that's what Yoda set him up and taught. Tried to teach him. But if you think about it. If Yoda says like, hey, like tap into this side of the force. This is what I want you to do. But then Obi-Wan doesn't want to use the force anymore. It could... There could be a connection there. Yeah, like... It's like, it's like Obi-Wan almost doesn't trust the force anymore or doesn't have faith in it which maybe has heavily impacted his ability to make that connection but um this is a little this is extremely nitpicky for me the one thing that i was not a fan of was the initial chase scene with leia and the bounty hunters it just felt so unrealistic that this 10 10 year old little girl is like outrunning these guys and and they're so like cheesy like almost slapstick level comedy where it's like she like slides under and then they like almost run into like a tree branch and they're like, oh my gosh, a tree branch. How am I going to get around this? <laughs> that was a little, <laughs> that was a little hard for me. I was just like, especially the running scene where the person's like right behind her and you're like, dude, any grown ass adult is going to catch up to that kid in like three big steps if you're actually running at them. Yeah, that's fair. But I think originally the intent wasn't to hurt her. So I can see, like, there's an argument for sure. to that. I just mean, it just felt weird watching it, because I was just like, how have they not caught her? It's not like she did anything super, super crazy. Yeah. She wasn't using the Force or anything like that. Which it does feel like, I don't know if you've picked it, but it did feel like just her way of, like, understanding of people does feel like she has already shown. A little bit of Force sensitivity yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. At least that's what I'm, like getting from her i, don't I know. can see that yeah i can definitely see the beginning of like a hint of force sensitivity not necessarily like a jedi mind trick but like her like pressuring herself onto other people to be like oh gosh and like her ability to just like read people could be influenced by that maybe exactly. like when she wrecks her cousin that was crazy i really like that too any um any cameos easter eggs or anything that you picked up at all or no 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 i wasn't really paying attention Nothing, eh? Do you want to tell the viewers what to keep their eyes out for? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I noticed a few uh, Easter eggs. You're not going to say all, because you probably don't know all. No, gosh, I definitely... We haven't looked into anything. Yeah. Um, The few I'm going to mention from episode one, at least, is C-3PO and R2-D2. Oh, I did see... They make a cameo. I did see 3PO. Yeah. R2's in the background as well in that same scene. Okay. Because at the end of Revenge of the Sith, we do see R2 and C-3PO go with them. Because we saw 3PO, and then we saw the silver same style droid yeah yeah yo yeah um so there's those two um in episode two there's a lot there's a few more easter egg cameos and everything like that first one is we have the homeless veteran trooper 
Yeah, I saw that. Which well, is played by the exact same actor who played Okay, Django so it was. That's what I was yeah, curious. Obviously, Morrison, he's, yeah. he's got the hair and the beard, yeah. so I didn't know for sure, but that's pretty awesome that they got the, exact the, same clone. Yeah. the clone. Well, you know? he, he played, he's in Boba Fett. Like, he is Boba, like the same actor for Boba Fett as well. But it is dope. Obviously, the same actor, so yeah. which makes sense because clones. Exactly. Um, one of the bounty hunters that we see, um, 95% sure it's Forlong who is actually one of the main bounty hunters in the Empire Strikes Back. He's on the group with, like, Bosk and Boba. Oh, okay, um, okay. So he's, like, the insectoid-looking one. Yep, uh, yep. Um, and the other two things, it was more, like, homage, I guess, but when they're changing clothes and he gives Leia the green, like, jacket, that was a nice connection because Leia's also wearing the exact same shade of green in the sequel trilogy when she's older. Like, that's one of her looks she has, oh. is, like, that green jacket and, like, the sweater okay, that's kind of cool. thing. And then just the fact that Obi-Wan makes a joke about how the one Jedi should just go bury his lightsaber in the sand. And then you yeah. see Obi-Wan Spoken does it later. Spoken from experience. Right? But it's also what Rey does as well. Oh, Rey, okay. um, at the end of Rise of Skywalker, she buries the other lightsabers on Tatooine. Oh, Tatooine. Good old same planet Tatooine. The return yeah. all be all. What do you think of... Uh, okay, this actually, now that I'm thinking about it, this is also a little bit of a nitpick, but... Obi-Wan is so doing so much to keep, you know, his identity a secret <clears throat> and hide from everyone. And then the second he goes off planet, the guy could not look more like a Jedi. Oh my gosh, Kate. That actually, yeah. Like, you're telling me his, like, disguise was like, hey, I'm just gonna wear a robe that totally looks like a Jedi robe that, like, if anyone ever knew, like, the stereotypical what a Jedi looks like, I'd stick out like a freaking Jedi. Yep. He exactly that was horrible yeah it was he would have been rough. way better off just wearing whatever any clothes honestly and no robe yep i agree unfortunately he literally would have i mean technically once everyone found out that he was on the planet it wouldn't matter yeah. but it is just i just found it look funny. identical to a traditional jack but to be fair i mean people haven't seen it in 10 years, 10 years so yeah. it probably won't like you know what i mean i just found that that was kind of funny because he just looks like literally a jedi and he's, like, walking around this place. And he doesn't want people to know he's a Jedi. Uh, what else was good from it? Um, there was the fake Jedi scene with yeah. that one actor. C- Camille, who's, I think. Yeah. Camille. I don't want to pronounce that wrong. But he's he's a hysterical actor. He's really good in Eternals. And there's also a nice show on Netflix called Murderville, which I don't think you've seen it or not. Nope. It's, like, a planned improv show with Will Arnett where it's, like, a detective thing. And everyone has the script except for the random actors they have on. Right. And they have to go along with it. <laughs> and they have to, like, carry the story. It's freaking priceless. I think I've heard of this, actually. Yeah, I've heard that there's some funny, um... There's some really funny, funny outcomes of yeah. it. Um, but he was funny. And it was obviously even funnier when he figures out that... Not an actual Jedi. Well, when he figures out that Obi-Wan was a Jedi. And he's just like, Crap. awkward. This is nice. <clears throat> um, a thing I want to point out is the director of the show, Deborah Chow. Um, the reason I want to bring her up is because she is from Toronto, originally. Oh, awesome. Just another, um canadian connection there from us but yeah so she directed i think two of the mandalorian episodes over the last couple seasons and then yeah she's right out of toronto there in ontario and i believe she's directing all six episodes oh she's doing all six yeah awesome so instead of the with where the mandalorian had um various directors per episode it seems like that deborah chow is doing the entire series she's gotten yeah she's gotten the the wheel that's awesome. She's done so far a great job for sure. I've yeah. loved some of the scenes too with the 
the rooftop scene, which was so classic Star Wars over the top of the the one Inquisitor and her doing like unnecessary flips and stuff. I was just like, this is so over the top Star Wars. It's great. But yeah, it's what we missed, you know? For sure. For sure. And uh, I guess the other thing that happens that I'm pretty sure we talked about earlier in the episode, we probably should have <laughs> listened to what we said, but um, was Anakin is revealed to be alive to Obi-Wan right there. Which is insane because... You were all like, oh, I can't do that, like, right? Like, but does that change your opinion on if we'll see Obi-Wan come face-to-face with Vader pre-original trilogy? I, I don't want it to happen. I think it'd be nice to see them come close and whether, like, Anakin... Like, in the same ship or, like, on yeah. the same planet area or like, something? Like, almost like a cheesy thing where, like, there's a wall in between them kind of thing and they can both... Because at the they end They sense of, one another. Well, but... yeah, because that's what happens at the end of episode two, right? Mm-hmm. Where you see him in the tank healing himself and you see like him not i don't want to say like twitch a little bit but he can sense obi-wan out there because that's this is one of the reasons why i think obi-wan didn't want to use the force is that he used the force right then and there and anakin sensed it for the first time in 10 years he felt obi-wan use the force so like i think that's gonna play into a little bit he didn't completely lose his shit so he's controlled his anger a bit really exactly you know he's learning he's learning slowly but surely but i think that's gonna be super important I, again, I don't want Darth Vader and... You don't want them to, so so you don't no. think they will? I don't think they will. I think that will be the least of importance in the story, in my opinion. Watch this, Watch episode three. Just <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I'm going to be on the other side. I'm going to be like, they are going to come face yeah. to face. I don't know. I don't think it'll be a duel, but I can definitely see somehow being brought up to one another. Better question is, are we going to see Palpatine? No. You don't know? No, I don't think so. No? Straight up. I think this is Anakin's own Story. vendetta mission against the Jedi. I don't think... I think at this point, Palpatine doesn't give a crap because he's like, we're in power. Like, It's whatever. It's been the, 10 years. The useless... Like, the Jedi, the young Jedi we see, or relatively young, I guess young compared to Obi-Wan. Yeah. Gets wrecked. Like, he's no match for the Inquisitors. I just feel like Palpatine is like that kind of arrogant cocky guy that's just like there's no one that can stop us like who cares about some and then i think that like darth vader is the one that's like no we need to get rid of so i think that's kind of like his own little vendetta he has against the jedi yeah i could i I see what you mean by that but i mean we could see him in hologram form in hologram form wouldn't surprise me maybe talking to vader it's true the one thing that threw me off by this episode was the casting of one of the bounty hunters, and it's the act—I don't want to say actor, but he—I mean—he's an actor—is Flea. So Flea, who is he's one of the founding members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he was the main like bounty hunter character that like kids that kidnaps Leia. Oh, he's were... been in various things before. Like he's been in Back to the Future two and three. He's been in like. Baby Driver, Big Lebowski. So we had like acne experience, but it just threw me off where I was like, I was literally wasn't sure at first. I was like, is that Flea? And then I heard him talk and I was like, that's a hundred percent Flea. But it was just so random to me that they had Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist dude. Um, I know that's super random. (laughs) Fun, fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact with Matt. Yeah, other than that, I think, um, you know, you had some, the the dad for Leia, or 
stepdad or whatever foster, adoptive father adoptive dad yeah was the same actor which is nice to see same with um owen as well like so, same... it's nice to see all the the original kind of people Cast, that they I have guess, to return yeah. i'm sure that those actors are hella hyped to come back to the franchise i'm sure but it was cool to see that too I'm trying to think if there's any other um oh another easter egg is the toy as well that obi-wan leaves at the front door yep in new hope i think it is luke is playing with that toy in the movie Luke so. don't care what his uncle has to say. <laughs> well, I'm just curious how the toy is going to come back. Because Uncle Owen throws it at Obi-Wan. Maybe Luke finds it. Maybe. Luke do you think we're going to see more, like, Luke dialogue? Or do you think this is going to be more I of a Leia-centered? It does definitely seem like it's going to be hardcore Leia-centered, which I am totally down with. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see some scenes with Luke talking to his family. Or mm-hmm. even, like, coming then. by... Yeah. close to obi-wan maybe not them interacting necessarily well i think they need to interact at some point because he knows old man ben yeah he knows about the stories of old man ben but i don't know yeah. like he's ever like met them kind of thing maybe there has to be maybe there's a point where owen does kind of forgive or accept that obi-wan's there like maybe they come to a conclusion that mm-hmm. it's safer for him not to become a jedi until that moment yeah. where Luke, we could in the, see a bounty in the, in the original trilogy, is like, "No, nah, I'm going out. Like, yeah. you can't stop me," kind of thing. So maybe that's why maybe Obi Wan can give toys at least, or like they're yeah. okay with mentioning Ben to him. I want to say in the comics, Boba Fett at some point comes and tries to hunt down Obi Wan, as per Darth Vader's rules. Mm. But I can't a hundred percent remember exactly how that plays in. So I don't know if they're gonna go that way, just because now that. Anakin knows that Obi-Wan's still alive. Do we see Yoda? I don't know. Because I'm assuming, I guess, Obi-Wan must have known where Oda... Where Yoda... Oda. Oda. <laughs> Too much One Piece. Yeah. Where Yoda... Um, uh, like Dayuba. Where Dayuba. he went, right? Maybe? Or it was kept secret? And yeah, Yoda that's what I mean. Dipped. But so, Yoda uh, could also show up, because Yoda knows where Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is. is. Exactly. He knew, yeah. Everyone does, apparently. Everyone knows where Obi-Wan Everyone is. Everyone except for Darth Vader. Except for the one dude that <laughs> wants Obi-Wan killed the most. They just show up and they're just like... Like, yeah, like Leia's dad just shows up after talking to him and he's like... In oh, his I'm, cave. Yeah, he's like, I'm not a Jedi anymore. I can't do it. And he's like, no, you can. Like, you're the only one we trust. Then the next scene, he literally just shows up like, in oh, the cave. okay. He's like, so help me. And you're like, well... Crap. Got no choice now. You're in my house. I kind of got to. But yeah, I guess overall, I would say... If you guys are Star Wars fans or have, mm, I wouldn't say it's good for people that aren't really Star Wars fans. It definitely still a nice action-packed, fun story. It's for sure, but you don't get any of like you do need that character development already. I feel like to understand. I wouldn't say to understand, but to appreciate it, to feel for, to have that compassion and empathy for Obi Wan. Like I feel like you can't do that without seeing at least the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess technically it'd be the first, actually the prequel trilogy. The prequel trilogy would be more pivotal. More pivotal. I feel like you have to see the first, the six films. Yeah. Would, would be the best, best case scenario. Uh, so for a Star Wars fan, maybe not, doesn't have to be a hardcore fan or a casual, more a casual, casual fan Star like Wars me. Fan, yeah. So far, I would say it is definitely a must watch. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we got four more episodes. Um, I'm unsure if we're going to do like an Probably not a podcast per episode. We might do the last four we episodes. Do, we can do or... like a wrap up 
of how we felt. Unless we want to do overall. two and two, like do episode three and four in one episode, and five and six in another. Well, you guys will find out for sure. Yeah, we'll if, uh, if, stay if we, tuned. Yeah, if we don't do two episodes at a time, then it'll definitely we'll definitely do a season rank recap of uh, how we felt overall and see if our um, opinions have changed. Exactly. Otherwise, drop a review and let us know if there's anything you want to talk about in the future episodes. And remember to join our little Misfit Island here. You can check us out on all of our social medias. We got the Twitter, we got the Instagram. And the YouTube. And the YouTube, which hopefully we'll be posting stuff soon. And potentially TikTok in the future. We're not sure yet. And yeah, yeah, check us out. Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Until then, we will see you all next Wednesday. I'm Matt. And I'm Connor. We'll see you then.